0: Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you today by Built Bar, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are peanut butter chocolate and salted caramel, but they're all low-fat, low-carb, and high-protein, all in a convenient bar. I've been trying to shed quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple of months and having a little bit of success, but I leaned right into it with Built Bar for my post-workout routine, and it gave my muscles the protein boost they needed. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com, and use promo code LOCKEDON to save $10 off your next order. And enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. Today, the trades have started in earnest, with the deadline coming on Monday, and especially if you're in San Diego where the Padres have been busy. There will be more to come. Anyway, today we'll look at Sunday stars, injury updates, matchups to exploit, DFS tips, and more. So let's start with the trades. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays acquired starting pitcher Taiwan Walker from Seattle. And Walker has, you know, battled injuries for the past couple of seasons and has really rebounded nicely this year. He, at the time of the trade, had a 4.00 ERA and 1.09 whip, uh, and then made a Terrific debut for the Blue Jays, going six shutout innings. And, you know, this creates some room in in the Mariners' rotation uh, for the likes of Nick Margovicius, maybe LJ Newsome. But it's a, it's a big deal for the Blue Jays, a team that wants to contend. Uh, but if they're going to contend, they need some legit starting pitching. And, and Walker uh, does look like he can give them... Uh, a solid turn through the rotation. Now on to San Diego, where the Padres have been busy. They've made deals for reliever Trevor Rosenthal from Kansas City, uh, first baseman Mitch Moreland from Boston, catcher Jason Castro from the Angels, and catcher Austin Nola from the Mariners. Rosenthal has rebounded uh, after his career was sidetracked by injuries. Uh, He had seven saves uh, with Kansas City and a career-high 13.8 strikeouts per nine. Uh, Has a 3.29 ERA, 1.17 whip. He's going to give the Padres... Uh, a real shot in the arm uh, in the late innings. Uh, Moreland uh, is a reliable left-handed power hitter, has 8 home runs, hitting three twenty eight with 11.770 OPS, and that's those are obviously inflated numbers and you know they would be the best of Moreland's career if he finished a, at that rate. Uh, but he's also tended to fade as the season goes on historically, but maybe in a shortened season where it's basically a two-month season, uh, that won't be as much of an issue. Uh, and Moreland's certainly a, a good left-handed bat and, and usually plays in a platoon uh, situation. And where, where that fits in San Diego is probably a designated hitter because uh, they already have Eric Hosmer at first base, uh, so you know Moreland can fill in at first from time to time, but uh, most likely uh, end up at DH. Uh, Jason Castro has some power uh, at catcher, but you know he might give you double-digit home runs in a full season, uh, but his average has basically prevented him from fantasy relevance for, for several years now. Nola, on the other hand, he's hitting 306 with a 903 OPS this season. Now, he's 30 years old, and he doesn't yet have 400 major league plate appearances. So, you know, there's some questions about sample size and so on. But he looks like a solid offensive addition, and he can handle multiple positions. Primarily catcher in first base. As we noted, the, the Padres are probably covered at first base. Uh, but Nola did play some second base last season, and, and he could obviously DH. Uh, but I would imagine catcher is where he'll get most of his action. Uh, then looking at some of the teams who who dealt players, where can they where can value be found for fantasy owners? Well, with Rosenthal leaving Kansas City, Greg Holland uh, may be the best bet for saves uh, for the Royals. Obviously, there aren't a, a ton of saves to be had in Kansas City, but Holland is a, a veteran who has been a closer. And a very successful closer uh, throughout the course of his career, and so don't be surprised if he gets uh, the first look in Kansas City. Bobby Dahlbeck has been called up to play first base for the Red Sox. Uh, he had 27 home runs at AAA last season. Uh, also, he's you know I think he hit 239, uh, so that's not not ideal uh, to try and make the jump from uh, from the minors when you're still hitting 239. But uh, he, he Dalbeck does look like a bit of a three true outcome kind of player. He will walk. He will strike out, and he will hit home runs. Uh, and then as part of this seven-player deal that, that sent Nola uh, to San Diego, uh, Luis Torrens is a catcher going from San Diego to Seattle, and he might have the best chance to get regular playing time with the Mariners because the Mariners just don't have uh, any legitimate options, really, otherwise on their roster. So 24-year-old Luis Torrance maybe has some, some sleeper upside uh, if he gets a chance to play for Seattle. Uh, one more trade uh, from last week is the A's acquired uh, veteran second baseman Tommy Lastella from the Angels for Franklin Burrito. And Lastella, is, uh, he kind of had a bit of an offensive breakthrough last season. Uh, shows some power and can get on base. Burrito is basically a prospect who hasn't panned out. He hasn't hit well enough to, to, to make a real difference. But we'll, we'll see what, uh, what comes of it. I think what you're getting, if you're the A's, is a little bit more reliable bat uh, in your middle infield. Now let's take a look at uh, some of Sunday's stars, starting with Boston third baseman, Raphael Devers. He's off to a terrible start this year, uh, but uh, maybe coming around, he he was four for four on Sunday, scored three runs, drove in three runs, hit two homers in a nine-five win against Washington. Uh, Baltimore, uh, rookie left fielder, Ryan Mountcastle, was three for four, scored two runs, drove in three runs, hit two home runs in a 6-5 loss at Toronto. Uh, Mountcastle, it looks like uh, he's going to kind of stick as a, uh, a power bat uh, for the Orioles. I, I had some concerns about him as a prospect with a really low walk rate, uh, but uh, he, he has shown power in the minors and uh, got a chance to, to unload some in uh, in their loss to Toronto on Sunday. Uh, New York Yankees starting pitcher Davy Garcia, 21-year-old, uh, making his Major League debut, uh, top pitching prospect in the organization, went six innings, gave up four hits. No walks, one run, zero earned runs uh, over six innings in a 5-2 win against the Mets. Obviously, uh, with some injuries uh, on the Yankees' rotation, uh, it would be great for them if Davey Garcia uh, could deliver some reliable starts. Chicago White Sox rookie uh, pitcher Dane Dunning went five innings, uh, allowed just one walk, no hits, no runs, and struck out seven in a 5-2 win against Kansas City. Dunning is part of the uh, the trade that brought Lucas Giolito uh, to the White Sox. So the fact that they're also getting another quality young pitcher who, who might be able to deliver some quality starts for them uh, is a nice long-term uh, return on that trade. Uh, again, from Sunday, Chicago Whites, uh, or Chicago Cubs, uh, outfielders Kyle Schwarber, Ian Happ, and Jason Hayward each hit two home runs in a 10-1 win at Cincinnati. Uh, Schwarber finished with five RBIs, but... Incredible that uh, the three Cubs outfielders combined for six home runs uh, against the Reds. Now we've got a trio of San Diego Padres who had big days in a 13-2 win at Colorado. Center fielder Trent Grisham was three for five, scored three runs, drove in two, and hit a home run. Uh, Shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr., who is here pretty much every day, it seems, three for four, scored three runs, uh, drove in a run, and stole a base uh, at Colorado. And then second baseman Jake Cronenworth, Three for five, scored two runs, two RBIs, and hit a home run. Obviously, Tatis Jr. is the star of the group, but Cronenworth has been uh, a pleasant find at at the very least for the Padres, and Grisham uh, is rising to the the opportunity given to him uh, when he was acquired from Milwaukee. A few more stars from Sunday. Atlanta third baseman Austin Riley was 2-4, for scored two runs, drove in three runs, and hit a home run in a 12-10 win at Philadelphia. Uh, the, The Braves know that they have some power, uh, in Riley, but, uh, consistency is still, uh, something they're working towards so that he can, uh, St. Louis veteran outfielder Dexter Fowler was two for three, scored two runs, drove in three runs and had a home run in a 7-2 win against Cleveland. Uh, Tampa Bay shortstop, Willie Adamas, uh, two for five, scored a run, drove in four and had a home run in a 12-7 win at Miami. Uh, Adamas has been, uh, a nice surprise, I would say, for the Rays. I mean, <laughs> my by, based on my expectations, most of the Rays are pleasant surprises, but Ed Amos has, has definitely exceeded uh, preseason expectations. Uh, from the same game, uh, Miami right fielder Garrett Cooper was two for five, scored two runs, drove in four, and hit a home run uh, in that loss to Tampa Bay. Cooper uh, was just activated from the injured list this weekend, and is like, likely looking at some regular playing time for the rest of the year uh, for the Marlins, and you know has a decent bat, and could be, could be worth, your, uh, worth your interest as a fantasy owner. Uh, and finally, Philadelphia shortstop Didi Gregorius was two for five, scored two runs, drove in three, and hit a home run in that 12-10 loss to Atlanta. Coming up next, injury updates, some matchups to exploit, and DFS tips for Monday. A lot of people are looking for work right now, and whether that's seeking a full-time job or a little something extra on the side, it's a great place for job seekers and employers to meet, is on Indeed.com. You can upload your resume. You don't have to, but you can. And Indeed is easy to navigate and search so you can find jobs that actually offer what you're looking for as an employee. And if you're an employer, do they have a deal for you? Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Locked on MLB for a $75 credit. When you want food delivered, but you want an amazing selection of restaurants, use Postmates. You'll be able to order from your local favorites as well as national chains. NBA players have been trying to get Postmates deliveries inside the bubble in Orlando because when you get a craving for something, it's hard to give up. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code locked on. Now a quick run through some injuries as we head towards the second half of the Major League Baseball season. Uh, Boston starting rotation, already a disaster, uh, and now loses Nathan Eovaldi, uh to the 10-day injured list with a calf strain. Uh, there's not much hope given the, the options available uh, to the Red Sox on the mound these days. Chicago Cubs starting pitcher Tyler Chatwood, who Uh, was just back uh, after missing some time, left Sunday's win against Cincinnati with elbow discomfort. That's certainly a problem uh, for the Cubs. Chatwood had been a pleasant surprise early in the season, uh, but uh, maybe due to miss some more time. Chicago White Sox starting pitcher Gio Gonzalez lands on the 10-day DL. Uh, with a groin strain, and go back to Dane Dunning uh, making his successful start for the White Sox, it makes it a whole lot easier to uh, lose Gio Gonzalez to the injured list uh, when you have a rookie who can step in and and deliver good results. Uh, Los Angeles Angels third baseman David Fletcher sprained his ankle Sunday. He's been uh, a valuable uh, utility infielder, and and he moves around based on on where they need him. He's played a lot at shortstop with with Andrelton Simmons out, uh, and uh, obviously, he can play third, can play second, and right, right now he's going. He could be playing uh, the injured list uh, if that sprained ankle is bad enough. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers starting pitcher Walker Bueller is on the 10-day injured list with a hand injury. Uh, Bueller uh, has he came into the season with sky-high expectations because he was really, really impressive in 2019. Uh, this year has not been quite as impressive. The strikeout rate is way down, and. Maybe, you know, getting this, this short break, hopefully, uh, on the injured list uh, would allow him to come back and, and maybe find his form again. Uh, Miami Marlins catcher Francisco Cervelli is on the seven-day injured list with a concussion. Uh, not, not an ideal situation for the Marlins, as they also, uh, center fielder Magnuri Sierra, who, who I had been touting a week ago, partly because he can run really well, uh, is on the 10-day injured list uh, with a strained hamstring. Uh, There's not much uh, base stealing going on with a strained hamstring. Uh, Texas outfielder, shortstop, sometimes first baseman, Danny Santana is on the 10 day injured list with a sprained elbow. Uh, now the, the Rangers do have some positive news coming is that, uh, middle infielders, Elvis Andrus and Ned Odor are both expected to be activated from the injured list on Tuesday. Uh, they've obviously been the longtime starters there at uh, shortstop and second base. And Washington uh, second baseman, Sterling Castro, uh, his wrist injury has uh, moved him to the 45-day injured list, which in a season such as this, uh, a 45-day uh, landing on the 45-day injured list is pretty much the end of the road. Uh, a few matchups that I do like for Monday. You know, we have one favorite and one underdog. Uh, and the White Sox with Lucas Giolito on the mound, minus 145 at Minnesota and Rich Hill. Now, maybe you're, you're paying a premium for Giolito coming off as uh, no-hitter, uh, but... Uh, I, I think he's, you know, one of, one of the top starting pitchers in baseball. And, and I'm just uncertain as much as I like Rich Hill and when he's healthy, it's also tough to, to know when he's healthy and, and whether he can uh, stay on the mound. And so uh, given the, the choice here today, I like the White Sox at Minnesota. And then uh, an underdog you know, who I keep, keep sticking with, even, even uh, in the face of uh, some difficult results for his team, uh, Kansas City's Brad Keller. Uh, is plus 200 uh, against Cleveland and Shane Bieber, and obviously Bieber is among the very best starting pitchers in baseball. And uh, Keller really, we're playing here on on the hopes that uh, he can he can keep the game close and, and maybe uh, the Royals sneak one out late, so to make that price worthwhile. So let's shift to a few DFS uh, recommendations for Monday before we go. Uh, start with Royals starting pitcher Brad Keller, uh, 6,900 on DraftKings against Cleveland, uh, has a 2.08 ERA, 1.15 WHIP. I missed his first couple times through the rotation earlier in the year, so we're uh, we're dealing on a small sample of small samples uh, for Brad Keller. But uh, instead of spending you know ten or twelve thousand dollars on on a starting pitcher, Keller might give you a little more value uh, at under seven. Uh, Pittsburgh first baseman Josh Bell, three thousand six hundred dollars on DraftKings against Milwaukee and Eric Lauer. It's not been a great season for Bell. Okay, it's it's been awful. Uh, but he does have home runs in back-to-back games. And in the, on, a, on a modest four-game hitting streak, he's boosted his average up to 218. Uh, so maybe signs of life from Josh Bell. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies third baseman, Alec Boehm, uh, the rookie, is $2,900 against Washington and Eric Fetty. Uh, Bohm got off to a, a quick start upon uh, getting called up and... and he still has a 745 OPS, and that's despite going 0 for 8 in the past two games. Uh, we're dealing, obviously, with a very small sample here, a couple of weeks uh, in the Major League. So getting bomb at that price of $2,900 would be potential value. Uh, and then finally, we'll go with Cleveland outfielder Tyler Naquin, who's just $2,600 on DraftKings at Kansas City and Brad Keller. Uh, now, Naquin was hurt early in the season, but uh, since uh, coming back, he's hitting 288 with an 815 OPS. Uh, since his late start to the season, has a little bit of power, a little bit of speed, um, but that price at $2,600, if Naquin's in the Cleveland lineup, uh, is probably worth a look. That'll do it for today. I'll be back tomorrow with more trade deadline wrap-up and fantasy baseball news. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to baseball at gmail.com. Find us, subscribe, And rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.